Welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I'm joined, as always, by... Hey, everybody. It's me, Dave. Hey, Dave. How's it going? It's going okay. It's been a few minutes. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, you know, it's, things are getting busier due to the holiday season and all that mm. fun stuff. You know, we had uh, Christmas or awesome. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, you were uh, kind of laid up for a little bit there. Yeah, I hear it I, even uh, impacted your writing. Yeah, I dodged. I dodged this thing for uh, for three years, coming up on, and I was being like, "Oh man, it's never gonna get me." And then it got me. It's like I'm I, invincible. Like, I didn't think like like at first I thought it was like the flu. Yeah, but then like I completely lost my sense of taste. And I'm like, this isn't good. Like, I knew it was it was that. After that, I was just like, oh no, this is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm better. <laughs> it did the now, same to though. me when I had it. It I had it uh, last year at this point, and uh, it did the same thing. I completely lost my sense of smell and taste. My sense of taste is still messed up. Like some things just don't taste right to me anymore. Did it taste like Play-Doh? I. Yeah, a little bit. Like maybe not like regular Play-Doh where it's like really salty, but like just yeah. it's, it just doesn't taste right. Uh-huh. You know, like like barbecue sauce doesn't taste right to me anymore, which is uh-huh. awful because I love barbecue sauce. That's terrible. 
Yeah. But it just like, it just doesn't have that same taste anymore. I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. We should be able to sue people for that. That's a big deal. <laughs> I want my barbecue yeah, sauce. This disease just come on, just completely jack one of our ta- one of our uh, one of our tastes, but one of our senses. That's yeah. a big deal. It is. It is. It's a pretty big deal indeed. But hopefully, eventually, it'll go back to normal. I don't think it will. I think I'm just kind of stuck like this for the rest of my life now, unfortunately. You're just screwed. You won't be able to taste barbecue sauce <laughs> for the rest of your life. Nope. I mean, I can taste it. It just doesn't taste right. Like, it's, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, but other, other, like than, to me. <laughs> <laughs> other than uh, than COVID finally catching up, anything else interesting going on? Um, it's the holidays it's time for all i want for christmas is you that everyone (laughs) hates for some reason i don't understand the hatred for that song i do but my hatred stems from uh working retail no my hatred stems from the uh the mariah carey christmas challenge a few years ago um that uh i got included in with uh with peter from riff tracks where wait what you had to listen to it every day, but every day, like December first, you had to listen to it one time in a row, and then two twice in a row, three times in a row, like every day all the way through Christmas, where you had had to listen to it twenty five times in a row. So why? Uh, I just just to do it, I guess. I don't know. I I think it was just me and one other person that made it all the way through. Uh, um, okay, you did that to yourself. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I I I did. But that's that's. And you know if the song comes on, I don't really bother to change it. But I, oh. uh, my wife hates it like and completely. <laughs> Anytime it just comes on the radio, she just switches to the other local station playing Christmas music because, of course, we have more than one in our little tiny town here. Yeah. Oh, my sister <clears throat> says she's moving to Michigan. She says she's moving to Detroit. No. For some reason. And okay. I'm like, Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Detroit's Detroit's kind of coming back. Uh, last time uh, I was there, it was a sty hole. Yeah, it's still that not great, but two thousand nine—that was that's a long, that was a while ago. It is. It is kind of starting to come back a little bit. Uh Dave. Hey, guess what? What? I have I have a message. I have a message from uh, James Wen. Do you? That, it's not not just for us, but. Uh, that's for everybody here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it real quick. It's just a little little short little short thing. Here you go, everybody. Happy holidays. I can't hear it. Happy birdemic. There you go. Happy holidays. Happy birdemic from from James Wen, <laughs> standing in front of his posters of birdemic shock and terror. Oh, is that from his Twitter feed? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of his Twitter feed, uh, there's a song here. Uh, a dance version of the uplifting great song Smile that was used in Birdemic 3. I'm not going to play it like I did the other one. Um, uh, here's his dumb uh, painted poster of Birdemic 3 again for some thing that he was doing at the end of November. Uh, the Hollywood premiere, Birdemic 3 Santa Ana premiere. Uh, and then on the 27th, he posted Birdemic 3 or Batman? It's a hard choice. Uh, Batman? Batman, not, not a hard choice. Uh, and he was there at uh, the Santa Ana premiere with uh, Alan and uh, old video game critic Chris Gore, which is what? a name I hadn't heard in a long time. Who is that? <laughs> he used to be on G4, like, way oh. back in the day. And then... And now uh, he's hanging out with James Wen. Apparently. Uh... He posted, he reposted his uh, film release schedule of Climate Fix, The Sea is Rising, and Birdemic 4, Garden of Eden, uh, along with that weird painting where he looks like uh, Bobby from King of the Hill. Hill. (laughs) Yeah. That's my bird. I don't know you. (laughs) Uh, And then just a couple other pictures of Birdemic crap. Nothing nothing really interesting, unfortunately. Birdemic isn't interesting anymore. <laughs> no, it's really not. It's really not. Uh but that's what the hell James Wen's up to. 
Uh, now we can move on to the weekend box office. Uh, and this was uh, post-Thanksgiving and uh, during the World Cup. So they, they actually have that uh, on the thing here, like take this into account. Uh, oh, the number really? one movie, of course, still, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, and in a very close second, Black Panther uh, last weekend made $17.5 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the number two spot was Violent Night, bringing in almost $13.5 million. Is that the and, one with the guy from Stranger Things? Yes, that's the one with David Harbour as Santa. And uh, if you have not seen that movie yet, uh, people listening and, and Dave... Uh, I highly, <laughs> highly recommend it. As far as I'm concerned, it's an instant Christmas classic. Uh, it's basically a mixture of like every Christmas movie you've ever seen, including gonna, Die like, Hard. Is it going to be worth going to the movie theater for fifty dollars to see it? <laughs> fifty dollars, jeez! Doesn't even cost that much to go to, to my now. movie theater. What's that? It's nine dollars a ticket at my theater. Oh well, I mean, you know, you know how it is. With yeah, uh, Disney's Strange World dropped down to third. Uh, the menu moved from fifth up to fourth, uh, and then uh, Devotion, that uh, Korean War movie, uh, is in a fifth place. But yeah, Violent Night uh, is outstanding. Uh, there's Ooh. it's. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, like from the from the trailers and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and and then some. Uh, there's a particular scene where the little girl, after the the family is being held hostage, she escapes up into the attic, and uh, she's talking to Santa on the walkie talkies, and uh, she's like, "I can set traps like Home Alone," and. <laughs> And he's like, sure, just don't get caught. Because she had just watched Home Alone for the first time, like, the, the day before. Like, they bring it up early in the movie. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's definitely a more realistic, I guess, portrayal of uh, injuries that people would sustain in the Home Alone type thing. Um, But it's way more extreme. <laughs> like, oh. I let out a sound when the first... Uh, injury happened in the the this Home Alone ish part of the movie. Lots well, of people um, did a Home Alone too. I mean, Home Alone is pretty visceral, man. Yeah, like I that's I kind of, I kind of it's, I I don't really want to spoil anything, but do you remember in the first one where he like steps on the nail on the basement stairs? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it's like that, but worse. <laughs> Way worse. I don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember in in the second one? I don't remember very much about Home Alone two. I've seen it like I think I've seen it maybe twice in my life. But I know that like the one of the things that I that I remember is um, Kevin's on top of a building. Yeah, and he's taunting uh, Marv and uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah, uh, Harry. And uh, I, he just like like he's not subtle about it at all. He just starts throwing bricks at me. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. Like that. at it, a... just dropping bricks on him. Yeah, it's just like whoa, that's really, <laughs> really bad. Hey, uh, uh, sweet lemon something. Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I just I got the sound alert, so I had to I had to stop and look. Um yeah, in in this uh you know, at home alone they kinda they, they take their lumps and they just kinda bounce back and keep going. Yeah. Uh that yeah, doesn't especially when they get hit in the crotch with a with a paint can. Yeah. Um yeah, that doesn't really happen in this one. <laughs> uh if if you've never seen somebody take a take a nail through their lower jaw, um Oh, <laughs> yeah, I well, I I kind of uh let out I don't even know what the noise was that I made, but I could not have stopped stopped that noise from coming out if I wanted to. Um because it was just so like unexpected, I guess. 
the book I'm writing right now has way worse stuff in it. So I guess that I, I can't really like it's particularly <laughs> I had a goal that I wanted to make it particularly gross and violent. And um, I just wrote a scene yesterday. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I can say this out loud on the podcast. <laughs> so we'll just say spoilers. Wow. Uh, no, it's it's pretty bad. It's like it gets into some, like some Mortal Kombat like territory, only way worse. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, there's definitely well, some stuff. Uh... Well, I won't say what um what I wrote last night because it's kind of bad and it might be a little too upsetting. <laughs> but um, in one case, a guy, uh, I won't say how they got into this position, but like um. He, he has a sword, and he stabs the, a guy. Uh, sorry, Mom, it's on Twitch. Stabs <laughs> a guy through the crotch and um, brings, up the, brings up the sword with all his might through, <laughs> like, his, like, vertically, through his, through, like, from his crotch all the way up through the top of his skull. And then the guy just falls apart on the ground, like, half and half like all Mortal Kombat style um, yeah that's how I conclude uh, one of the char- like 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 that's one of the kills that's one of the tamer kills nice. in the book that sounds fun I'm, I'm actually excited for this <laughs> like I like that a lot um, yeah I really like that yeah. Uh, so anyway, enough of uh, of cleaving people in twain, starting from the vast <laughs> deference. Um, let's uh, let's go on to the main subject of today: uh, the return of Swamp Thing. Yay! Rift tracks live. This happened this was, in August, and we both just was... barely saw it. <laughs> well, because we didn't get it until uh, they released it. Um, yeah. Like a what a month ago, month and a half, somewhere around there, and, and I know we we meant to talk about this before, and it got pushed back, and it got pushed back, and uh, but now we are here, finally ready to talk about it. Uh, this movie is the, of course, sequel to the 1982 uh, Swamp Thing, uh, which was uh, written as a superhero horror film and directed uh, as well by the one and only Wes Craven. He's dead now. He's dead now, yes. Uh, it's the story of uh, the scientist Alec, uh, who is transformed into the plant monster known as the, the Swamp, Swamp Thing, thing. Uh, all thanks to Anton Arcane, who is also the bad guy in this movie. Uh, both main characters uh, reprise their roles. It was the same actors, Dick Durock and uh, Louis Jordan. As uh, Ant and Arcane, I don't know if that's actually how I'd say, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it like that because it's more fun. Mm-hmm. It could just be Louis Jordan, but and he's British. Louis so. Jordan. Louis Jordan. Uh, he was also uh, in uh, Octopussy. He was. Yes, which is why they make the joke about how he's gonna go talk to Octopussy <laughs> in okay. in the life of Return of Swamp Thing. Um, yeah, I was. I just saw that. I'm like, oh, hey. Well, I guess that. That uh, makes sense then, but he was he was also in uh, the BBC uh, version of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula mm-hmm. from 1977. Uh, he was in Columbo. This guy's been in a ton of stuff, um, but you know, yeah, just one more James Bond movie. Right. Yeah, one more thing. Yeah. Can you turn a man into a plant? Um, <laughs> Like I don't know. But the thing about Columbo is that he always knows. Like 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 we know it's 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 very it's very reverse mystery Columbo is. It's just like how is this doddering old fool gonna figure out what we already know? Yeah, what you we've know? seen yeah. take place on the screen. Um But yeah, they this movie got made because uh the first movie did so well on uh, on home video <laughs> that they're like, oh well, let's make a second one. So yeah. this one was made seven years later, 
Uh, it's definitely a much lighter tone. It's way more, uh, I don't know, cheesy, corny. Yeah, well, uh, Batman, Batman, for, for God's sake. Like, they, they trotted <laughs> her out. I'm amazed she kept her shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they had, uh, this one had Heather Locklear in it as, uh, as the main bad guy's stepdaughter, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. It's weird. Um, like this was this was post TJ Hooker, but I think it was before Baywatch. Um, I think so. I'll I'll look that up while while we're going here. Let's see. Uh, but like. I don't know. It's, it, 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 just, it, it just seems like if this was post-Baywatch, or even during Baywatch, there's no way they could get Heather Locklear. Well, she was on Melrose Place. Are you, Wait, are you what am I thinking? Pamela Anderson? Who's Pamela Anderson. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but this was this was uh, four years before Melrose Place, so... Oh, uh, I, I got my 90s blonde bombshells confused. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. Especially once we reach this age. Stupid rock stars. Isn't she married to Richie Sambora? Uh, I don't know if she still is. Or was. She was. I No, they got divorced in two thousand and seven. But she was she was married to Tommy Lee before that, so She was? Yeah. From nineteen eighty six to nineteen ninety three. Which they do make I think they make a Tommy Lee joke. Uh in Return of Swamp Thing toward the beginning. Um but yeah, so <laughs> Return of the Swamp Thing, um, Dr. Arcane is, he's trying to, uh, he was resurrected after his death in the first movie. Oh, did he because, die in the know, first movie? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, well, no, well, oh. well, let's just say like what it was in that uh, in that movie, Fugitive Rage by Rip Track, <laughs> about how you could just get shot six times at point blank range and be and fine. Then just be fine. Yeah. In the next scene. Uh, in this movie, he's uh, trying to make like a rejuvenation serum or something. Um, so he they're combining genes uh, with with swamp creatures and people, and uh, they end up with an army of monsters that they call the Unmen. Which is a, just a terrible name. Yeah. On men. Uh, this movie wasn't great. <laughs> Needless yeah, it wasn't to say, my favorite. I mean, it 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 had a budget of three million dollars, uh, and it and made two hundred seventy four thousand in the box. It bombed <laughs> so but hard. Somehow, somehow it was. It was good enough for them to make a TV series Which starting the following I... year that lasted for three seasons. It was a USA Network thing, um, and it was the first season. It was the highest rated show on USA Network, <laughs> uh, and then uh, they aired it in uh, reruns on Sci-Fi Channel. I believe that was where I saw most of them um, on reruns at like two in the morning while I was at work. Um, but yeah, it's it was still uh, Dick Durock. They had um, the same main bad guy, Doctor Anton Arcane, but he was played by somebody else uh, for the TV series. They they couldn't bring back uh, uh, Louis Jordan. Louis, Louis um, Jordan. Well, I mean, you, well, I mean, like Louis Jordan is such a big name. He's not going to do TV. No, He's no, like... He, like and literally um, the only thing he's ever done for TV is uh, movies. At least the one uh, that where he played Count Dracula, was, that was a TV movie for, for the BBC. But that's it's the BBC. It's not like it's, you know... He did a few TV movies, but not a lot of episodes. A few, uh, yeah, few TV I mean, episodes, like, Who do you think he many. is? Kevin Spacey? <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> oh, and uh, Frank Welker was the voice of Gigi the Parrot. He's the voice of everything. Yeah, so that's not like an actual surprise. Uh, the only thing I'm surprised about with this movie is that it's getting an Ultra HD Blu-ray release in February. Who's doing that? What? Vinegar Syndrome? Probably. Who they knows? Do every- 
M- MVD Entertainment Group did a Blu-ray of it in 2018. Uh, but it doesn't say who's doing the... Well, it might be if I check the footnotes. No, it doesn't really say anything. Um, but they are doing a, a 4, 4K HD version 4K? of this movie. <sighs> 4K? 4K? Porque, porque, porque the 4K. Porque, porque. Porque, porque, porque. <laughs> this is what the true number of cats has been reduced to, ladies and gentlemen. Porque, porque. Oh, porque, porque, porque. Oh, man. We should, we should, we should get on Cafe Press and sell that, sell that as a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll make a graphic. Porque, porque. <laughs> Oh. Hey Jeremy. Yes. Did well. you know that when uh you go up into space, you go up and you're like an astronaut. <laughs> um <laughs> you can't like 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 you can only take Mac laptops into space onto like the International Space Station. Do you oh, know why? Apples. Yeah. You know okay. why? Why? Because I have it's, a feeling. Dangerous, it's dangerous to open up windows in space. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Swamp thing. Swamp thing. Uh, Dave, what would you what would you rate the plot of Swamp Thing? Oh, the plot. Oh, okay. So it's been a minute since I watched it because we were supposed to do this like a month ago. Well, didn't you just like rewatch it earlier? I know Today? I rewatched it. I rewatched it yesterday. Oh no, I didn't rewatch it hmm. earlier. Sorry. Um, but uh, I think there are some kids. Um. Oh my God! Yeah. I forgot about the kids. Yeah. So these kids, there's there's these two friends. One they keep they keep making jokes uh, that he looks like Chunk from Goonies. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they they go. He goes over to his buddy's house uh, after his parents leave to look at pornography. <laughs> to, to look at porn mags. <laughs> and, and then like, there's like <laughs> some, they, they they like think like some 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 adults are. Are coming home and they're yeah. just like throwing all the pornography like everywhere, <laughs> like shoving no it under rugs, it yeah, throwing it under a recliner. Like they think it's they think it's their dad, like his dad coming back home. Like he would just yeah. come and knock on the door. Yeah, and, and be uh, like, "Why are you looking at pornography?" Yeah, no, it's uh, it's why the long face guy, like this dude. This unman, unman, yeah. whatever, has like this long face and like the mouth is down by around his chest. It's kind of like um, if uh, Trumpy the alien was <laughs> like bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So they like run out and uh, Swamp Thing comes up and fights fights this thing, this other creature. And uh, uh, dude, Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing is like such. A DC character. Oh, like, 100%. Like, like Condiment like King. Just, yeah, yeah. He, he comes in and he, he's like, he's like Superman. Like, like he, um, he, he doesn't have Superman's powers, obviously. Yeah. But it, it, it's very, it's very like Golden Age, Silver Age Superman. Like, 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 like the deep voice. Yeah. Comes in and be like, hello, hello, young children. <laughs> he he fights this guy with they each pick up like these big metal poles and start like yeah. fighting with that. And they're like hitting all these cars, like smash to the windows and stuff while they're dodging attacks. And uh he finally beats the guy and then the one of the cars explodes and then all of a sudden the other cars that are not even super close, they're at least a couple car lengths away from each other. Uh, they all just start exploding, and uh, Kevin was just like, "Oh, all these cars are just exploding because they saw the first car explode." And uh, <laughs> that's pretty great. And uh, the kids are like, "I think the green one's a good guy," and he goes to leave, and the kids like, <laughs> the kids are giving him thumbs up, 
And he yeah. like stops and he like turns to leave and then he turns back around and does like the dorkiest thumb up like ever mm-hmm. from from any like good guy in a movie. It was it was really it was <sighs> then the kids are trying to find him uh so they can get a picture of him to yeah, sell to like the different. newspapers. Yeah. And they 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 find him and they get all like you know, lined up next to him to take a picture and then uh Heather Locklear starts screaming. <laughs> And so he just like walks off and they're like, Hey, come back. It's it's the kids are pretty uh pretty pretty awful. <laughs> Those kids are pros though. Like like the actors. I looked oh, up yeah. I looked up both of them and they both like had careers. Really? Like yeah. I I, I couldn't tell you what they were in, but I think <laughs> especially pardon me switch, like the fat one, um, got like a lot of like comedic roles. Was that Daryl? Was that the fat one? Yeah, I think it was. I think that was the fat one because he's this guy is uh, he's he's a little rotund. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, oh, he's like, yeah, he, he's rotund, but not like you know, like the like the quote unquote fat kid in Ice Cream Man. Oh God! Pillow stuffed down his shirt. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this That's guy's been in a bunch of stuff. Nothing I've ever seen or really heard of, but yeah, but I mean. A road Still. trip. He's got a little bit part in road trip. I kind of remember that movie being a thing. I, oh I, you know, man! You know what I remember about road trip is that like they made a joke about like some woman's gigantic underwear. <laughs> that's like the one. That's like the one thing I remember about that. Like, what did you do? Did you kill a leopard? Oh, remember that? Yeah. Yes. 2000s were awful, ladies and gentlemen. Say <laughs> we don't. Don't watch stuff from the early two thousands. Like if you like yeah, the movie from and, then, and you'll be you'll be embarrassed for your generation. Like I watched I watched the Woodstock ninety nine documentary. Oh god, on on Netflix, and I was so embarrassed for my generation. It's like it's like worse than watching the Matrix. It's like oh my gosh, we are so stupid. <laughs> yes, yes we are. You're like we were awful. <sighs> So plot, Dave. <laughs> the plot of like, well, what do you want me to say about the plot? Of what do you read it? Okay, I mean, so Heather Locklear shows about, up, but... and and she owns like a flower shop, and she um is walking around, talking about her problems to like her cashier, her receptionist, or whoever. And this receptionist could not care less. No, she doesn't care at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> and. She's just like, well, like, I mean, that's, that's, that's not how she sounds, but, <laughs> but she just like goes off on just like a long string of like, just craziness. And it's just like, lady, who are you talking to? Like, do you breathe? <laughs> so, and then she goes, I, I, I guess she's, um, she was talking about like her stepdad. Her stepdad is is Doctor Arcane. Yeah, the main baddie. And um, she goes, like she shows up like at his house. Yeah, and she goes to see like, him. Hi, I'm here, so we can like work out our problems. And and the dad is like, oh, if she shares the same blood as her mother, then we can use that for our rejuvenation serum. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, it's the it's the whole thing's just a mess. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just it's, a straight it, up mess. And then they have like um, like these weird, like like the whole movie is just a it's just a nightmare. Um, and then they have I can't really, I can't even remember like what their function was, but they have like these two, um stock characters one's a dude one's a chick and the chick is played by monique gabrielle yeah those are the uh those are the uh the security yeah and they're like comparing like their scars (laughs) and they're just be like well i got this scar when i got bit by a bear um some kind of dangerous uh, mission is to be like I should be losing an eye and they're just like just going like trying to like one up each other 
Yeah. And it's just like, what does this have to do with with anything? It, nothing. And um I don't know, man. This is like this is like the worst discussion of Return of Swamp thing, but there's there's <laughs> not really much to talk about because the movie's just so awful. And I, I, I discovered something Uh-oh. about this movie. And I would just be like, I looked at if I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up Dave up right now. Um hang on. Uh, where is it? Okay, I so, see why you said that about uh, Monique. Okay. I couldn't so, remember exactly <laughs> uh, what she was in. Um, I'm looking at her IMDb. Oh, uh, no, oh yeah, M- yeah, M- Monique yep. Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Everybody, look at her filmography. You'll get a <laughs> chuckle. I mean, she was in an Emmanuel movie. If nothing else, that's all that should need to be said. Um, but um, this is what I discovered about Return of Swamp Thing after the fact, and I, I, I couldn't believe it. It was directed by a man named Jim Wynarski. Does that um, does that name sound familiar sound familiar to you at all? It it does. Jeremy Paluta. Okay. I'm trying to so, trying to remember. Uh, hang on, give me a sec. Let me let me think. I don't know. Keep uh, keep going. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. He directed. He did frequent collaborations with another uh, Rift Tracks. Uh, I hate that he's become a mainstay, but <laughs> I guess he is. Fred Olin Ray. Yeah. Okay. Now. Damn it. He. Co-directed a couple of movies with Fred Olin Ray, including our favorite movie, Dinosaur Island. The director of Return of Swamp Thing co-directed Dinosaur Island, ladies and gentlemen. Holy crap. I'm looking through his his movies, just the movies that he's directed. Uh yeah. He directed. I'm pretty sure uh, he's directed pornography. Uh, at least, if not, if not full on, uh, at least very close, like yeah. the soft, soft core stuff. Uh, he directed Munchie Strikes Back, <laughs> which is so bad. Wow. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Let's see. The Escort Three. Uh, I'm not going to say some of these titles on here because it, <laughs> it might give me in trouble. <laughs> uh. Demonetized. Yeah. Uh Cheerleader Massacre. Uh <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Sleepover boob oh, party. Yeah. Do you I don't know if you were around for this, Dave. I don't think you were. Um Josh just reminded me of something uh, that we learned about Fred Olin Ray. I don't remember if you were a part of this or not. I wasn't part of what? Because uh, like, I, the... I don't remember if it was when I was uh, when we were testing out the Christmas update for the Rift Tracks the game. Um, but uh, Josh was in with me, and we I went to look up uh, Fred Olin Ray's The Christmas Movie that he made, uh, Secret Santa or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Fred Olin Ray has a book, at least one book out there. Okay. Uh, uh, how to write the perfect Christmas TV movie? You need a book for that. That's yes. That's the name of the book. <laughs> how to write? No, wait uh, a minute. So, are we talking about the Christmas movie that you and I watched together about um, a dude cheating on his wife, and he goes to Santa's magical Christmas village? <laughs> Uh yeah, that's the movie that we were that we were discussing. Um, but he wrote a book called "Writing the Perfect Christmas TV Movie," and uh, this is this is the little <laughs> with over to to that. with over seventeen Christmas TV movies to his credit. Emmy award winning filmmaker Fred Olin Ray. Emmy award winning filmmaker Fred Olin Ray is uniquely what? qualified to guide hopeful screenwriters through the twisty holiday movie maze. Having written, produced, and or directed such seasonal favorites as A Prince for Christmas, 
Holiday Road Trip, A Royal Christmas Engagement, and the Chevy Chase comedy, A Christmas in Vermont. The author reveals what makes a Christmas TV movie tick from the inside track. Fred Olin Ray wrote this. Yes. He's a perv. Emmy Award winning filmmaker, Fred Olin Ray. Who gave that man an Emmy? For what? <laughs> I don't know. I think we what looked a up on it. Oh, uh, page, page 32. 34. <laughs> 34. Yes. <laughs> that says, uh, oh, Josh said, so if uh, Dave wants to translate Son of Santa for the TV screen, maybe uh, <laughs> you get the book. A script exists for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I totally thank you, Josh, for reminding me about that. Because I remember when we found that, and I knew I wanted to talk to Dave about it. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Christmas movie we're discussing for those who don't know, we've talked about it a few times before, but it's, uh, it's a movie that he made in, uh, like 1990 something. It was never released in the United States. It was, it was released outside of the U S but never released in the, in the actual United States. Um, wow. Fred Nolan Ray has five awards and one nomination. He won for uh, Outstanding Drama Series, The Bay. He won a Daytime Emmy for that. <laughs> a Daytime Emmy. I don't do I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> well, I, I know this man's work and like the I, like, like the idea that he's getting daytime Emmys is just like my brain won't even process it it just like refuses it's pretty ridiculous isn't it but like, yeah I all just, he's been doing lately is is made for TV like Hallmark style Christmas movies he's still alive yeah he's still making stuff how old is he I do not know. Ben, I can't tell you. Uh, he was, uh, he's 68 years old. That's it? Yep. That's pretty young, which means he's probably going to be making movies still for a while. Yeah, probably <sighs> at least uh, another good, uh, what, 20 years? <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, at, look at what Roger Corman did, or is doing, or whatever. I don't know if he's yeah. alive still or is he dead. Yeah. Roger Corman's alive. He's okay. Still making. I can't remember. Still making schlock. <laughs> uh, so, Dave, what do you rate the uh, the plot swap thing? <laughs> no, no, swap thing circling back around. I don't know, man. It's it's like it's not like <sighs> if it was any good, I or like memorable, I would remember a lot of it. And I think uh, it's pretty obvious that I don't. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I remember more about the plot of, um, of what was that one, the lamp one? The evil lamp. Amityville live, 4. Live show. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. more about that than I do about Re- Return of Swamp Thing, which was an actual, like, real movie yeah. in the year 1989 from, like, the year <laughs> I start, I remember going to the movies. So... I don't know, man. It's like I, I think the plot I uh, three, I guess, whatever. Uh the acting. The acting, oh, the acting this is, is uh, like one. It's yeah. like it's like yeah. And then of course go hand in hand with the acting, the dialogue, which is also terrible. My my favorite line from this whole movie, uh, and I sent this to Dave uh the other the other night when I was rewatching this again. Um I think it was Tuesday night. And uh, it was there's a scene where there's these two uh, swamp guys, and they're talking about uh, maybe going and in, in, into town and and picking up a woman. <laughs> and the guy's like, "It's been so long since I seen one of them that I don't even remember what they look like." And it's pretty much what the guy sounded like. And like, well, uh, then Heather Locklear just kind of stumbles into the yeah. to their camp, and. Uh, they decide that they're gonna, you know, have her, oh, and no. <laughs> and the one guy, he's like, "Are you ready, Cletus, or whatever the hell his name was?" <laughs> and he's like, 
I'm just like lunch meat. I'm always ready. What does that even mean? <laughs> that's 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 the most memorable line of dialogue for me from this movie. <laughs> that and when the kids are freaking out about uh dad coming home and finding them uh yeah, the por- looking at their porn stash. <laughs> the pornography. Which is still God. Yeah. Got I'm this from the, the dumpster. I'm in I got the back in the day, like when one. you wanted pornography, you had to get used pornography from a dumpster, <laughs> or you find it in the woods. That was a real thing. Like, and people talk about that, and, and people have heard about it. That used to be a thing. Like, people would leave, like, There's like boxes and of boxes of used pornography in the, in the woods. Yep. Yep. I found some once. That's the only reason I know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is just you know anecdotal, but still, it's yeah. I got yeah. Uh, so I, I want to see the scientific research. It's got to be documented. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving dialogue a one. It's not. That's yeah, not. This whole thing is very cheesy. Uh, cinematography. That's not getting a high score. No, no. unless you like looking at dark swamp water for ninety percent of the movie. It's like, it's just like it's worse than like a canon movie. Ooh. No, right. Ooh, that's bad. That's really yeah. bad. Oh, I'm. You know what? That's getting. That's getting. A, that's. I gotta give it. I think I'm gonna give it a two, just because we normally do these things comparatively, like within the the, the rift tracks realm, the rift tracks like of movies, movies that they've done, and obviously it's not as bad as you know, like things or. Yeah. Uh, the baby ghost Copper store. Mountain. Copper. <laughs> at least Copper Mountain had, like, mountains that they showed. Snowy <laughs> mountains at least looked kind of nice. It's been a year, and I'm still not over Copper Mountain. It's just like. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, editing has to go pretty low, too, I think. Yeah, let's give it a two. Two. Uh, okay, now this one, this next one. Might be a little higher, uh, and I'm, this is the effects, uh, and I'm only saying that because some of the like creatures that they were making lab. in the lab, in the in the lab, in the lab, um, like some of them looked like they were pretty good, like especially the cockroach guy that was like laying on the table with like the extra like little legs and stuff. Uh, it was it was pretty decent uh, for special effects, and then there was the Whatever the hell that guy, the leech guy, or whatever he was supposed to be, that went after the kids. I think these were like, cause like you know, we're both comic book guys, and I, I don't know a lot about Swamp Thing. I really don't. <laughs> like I know Either. Alan Moore did it for a while, but it's like I think they might have been going through like the Swamp Thing uh, Rogues Gallery, but it's just like they're not recognizable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be, but they they. Overall, they they didn't look too bad. Like for a movie like this, you know, you don't expect. I and mean, even Swamp Thing himself looked pretty decent in this this big rubber suit that he was wearing. Oh yeah, I like, got no, it I got no complaints. I got no. It wasn't like about... Creature from the Haunted Sea level uh, or uh, oh, God that Monster. Is bad. I think that's probably <laughs> the worst creature in all of Rift Tracks. Yes, I can't think of a worse creature than that. Yeah, I think I think if we're going by Rift Track standards, I think this has to be a four for the effects, honestly. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, sound and music. They yeah. they opened up with a CCR song. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that there was a CCR song in it. Was there a CCR song in Forrest Gump? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. I I mean, there had to have been. Yes. <laughs> Right? I don't know. Yeah. I can't it's been god years since I've watched that movie. Years. I watched it. I watched I watched it for the first time in like decades, like this year I think. Yeah. And boy oh boy, it does not hold up. <laughs> like 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 there are movies that are just like that just don't hold up and I'm going to say another one that doesn't hold up, and it's by the same director, and it's oh. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And I'm just like, 
Oh my gosh. Like I watched both those movies again recently and it's just like Robert Zemeckis. Thank God you still got back to the future. Cause I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know about this anymore. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched that one. Uh, in a, in a while either who framed Roger Rabbit. <sighs> I think for sound of music, not sound of music, sound and music. I can talk today. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Ah, uh, three. Three? Just because it's like, you know, it is what it is. It wasn't anything painful. Yeah. Like... Sometimes it's downright just painful. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, yep, Roller like, Gator. Roller Gator. <laughs> but you know what? That doesn't, it doesn't bother me in Roller Gator anymore. Like, it, no, it, it never did. Like, it's just a part of what it is. It's yeah. Part of its charm, I guess. If you want to use that word. Uh directing. Uh zero. <laughs> just because the, ju- the director just because bad. he's the director of Dinosaur Island. You know, it's like you get a big fat zero. <laughs> oh okay. And then uh our our extra category that that we put in here uh does this movie have any character or any personality to it it does but it's like it's like leeching off the personality of this of its source material but like as as far as itself goes i don't know i i'll i'll give it a three just because there's way worse stuff out there like yeah it's not like completely devoid of personality something like things. Well, I mean, things does have a personality, but it's just like, it's awful and bad. What was, and the, what was the one, uh, the one of a hijacked flight. What was that one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was like the least remarkable riff track. Yeah. We had Connor <laughs> stuck on. And I told him that that was the least remarkable. I feel bad saying that, <laughs> that was the least remarkable film they ever did is hijacked flight 385 or something like that. It, it it just like there's just like some random Hallmark movie. They decided they wanted to do like 24, and it just <laughs> it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah, and that had uh, oh, that had yeah, that's right. James Brolin was in it, and he like never stood up once in the movie. Did, what was he in it? Yeah, he was the pilot. Uh, and uh. Oh God! What's his name? Anthony Anthony Michael Hall was the terrorist. Oh. Yeah, it was. Uh... They didn't have a bunch of other names in it. It didn't like some like one of the main characters just like die, like at the very end. It yeah, it wasn't. It was such a boring. Like Ali Sheedy was in it. It just it just wasn't wasn't great, guys. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> if you haven't yeah. watched that one, um. That must have that was a Meg film. That was a Meg film. Was it? Yeah. And the only reason I know that is because I just I just Googled the title, uh, which is Hijacked Flight two eighty five. And the whole movie is up on uh the YouTube channel called The Archive T V. And they actually uh, if you go to uh Multicom Entertainment Group's website they have a link to a page called the archive, and it's basically all the movies that they have the rights to, and you can just watch them. Hmm. So I saw that. Uh, oh, Michael Gross uh, was in the movie too. The, uh, you know, Bert, Bert from the Tremors movies. I've never AKA seen a Tremors what the movie. dad from Family Ties. You've never seen any of the Tremors movies? I haven't. No. Oh. I guess I'm not too surprised by that because I know there's a lot of movies that you talked about that. Uh... Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on, <laughs> since we're talking about the live show, is um, the the horrific short that they have in front of this. Oh, um, what was it? With the puppets. They were like marionettes. Some of them were marionette-type puppets, and some of them were not. Um, and it was about the boy having to go to the dentist. And so his dog was taking him to see all these different types of animals so they could show off the different types of teeth <laughs> that the animals have uh, and where the uh, 
the counterpart to those are in our human mouths. And then uh, the kid goes to the dentist and afterward it's just a human again. And uh, they like cut it off. It ends like right in the middle of a like, don't forget to. And then it stops. And they're just like, don't forget to what? But it was it was it was horrifying. It's not as bad as the uh, the telephone one. Oh, um, Adventures in Telezonia? Yeah, that one, I still... I like that one. It's creepy, though. I didn't say I didn't like it. It was just creepy as hell. Um, Yeah, Rift Tracks Live uh, Return to Swamp thing. It was a really good show. It 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 was... I think it was worth it, you know, for there only being one. I think this was a pretty worthy choice. Um, I laughed a lot watching it, like a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because I needed it or, you know, don't because we all it was need just. It though, oh, point. I, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I I'm hoping that we might get two next year at least. I hope we get. I hope we get. More I hope we get money. two. Yeah. I. I understand. I understand I need completely why they're not doing here. it, but yeah. yeah, the live shows are the best. And yeah, like I've never I, once been let down by a live show. I understand that we're not going to get four a year anymore. Right, right. <laughs> it's like we live through the golden age of Rift Tracks Live. Yeah, I, I think two is going to be the max that we ever get. Yeah. Honestly, from now on, I did see somebody else um, asking in the 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 official Rift Tracks fan group on Facebook uh, asking for a Roller Gator live show. So it's not just us. There's other people who would like a Roller Gator Rift Tracks live show. They're never they're, they're never going to do that. <laughs> too many, Probably like, not, too but people, it's not just – we're not the only two hoping, yeah. hoping for it. Um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but, uh, that's the Return of Swamp thing. Good – Good live show. If you haven't seen it yet, you know, yeah, do pick it. it up. I actually, I did the uh, the Black Friday thing. I don't remember how much if if you spent X amount of dollars after the discounts, and you got like uh, these two shorts for free. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait till they release them for everybody who who missed out on it, uh, because one of them it's another dental thing, and then this one's about a clown going to the dentist, and the. If you thought the one for Return of Swamp thing was was bad, like <laughs> horrifying, the clown one is even worse. <laughs> it's it's way worse. Well, I mean, whenever Rift Tracks does clowns, it's gonna get pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the storytelling, can you put it in order or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> that was a hor- horrifying clown, and of course, you know, Wizzo, the uh, yeah, and uh, the Happy most from horrifying Stargate. clown. Yeah, yeah, the the clown computer, floating head, the floating head that runs the the spaceship. Yeah, aka the MC of uh, Club Scum. That blows my mind. <laughs> and uh, one of the fairy odd parents from that cartoon. Was he, he was one of he yeah, he was Cosmo. Oh, which is even weirder. <laughs> But yeah, uh, check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Definitely check it out, hundred percent. Must watch. I think I think you will enjoy it if you have not seen it yet. Uh, and of course, you know, anytime it's a live show, you get that energy with the the audience there reacting along with you. And uh, it looks like I lost Dave. <laughs> Let's see if I can get it back. Uh, Let's see if I pick it up on my phone. It's not gonna work. So here you go. You can listen to me calling him back live on the podcast. <laughs> that was Hello, my Dave. bad. Sorry. <laughs> well, when you were calling back, it was trying to come through on my phone, which oh. which wouldn't have worked. So that was why I had to call you back on here. But uh, I didn't even realize you were gone for a second until it started buzzing on my phone. <laughs> um, okay. Now, the most important question, Dave. Would you watch yeah. this movie Unrift? No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, it's just, but it's it's really icky. I don't <laughs> like it. But, 
it, yeah. it, it doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, uh, I, I don't think I would either. Um, I'm, I guess I might have back, you know, in 89, I'm sure. No, yeah. It was on we TV, like, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like... I mean, I remember, I don't remember much about it, but I do remember watching the Swamp Thing show. So, like, if they put this movie on, like, in its time slot, I probably would have just watched it. But, yeah, now, as an adult, uh, if I hadn't seen it before, no. I, I wouldn't right. I wouldn't watch it. Mostly because I just don't really care about Swamp Thing. Uh, I don't it's think anybody like really cares about Swamp Thing. USA. It's like a lot of things from the USA Network that I liked as a kid that I wouldn't watch now. Like Wings, <laughs> you know? I wouldn't watch Wings now. <laughs> uh, the only thing I remember, I like, I remember the characters and really that. The only story point that I remember um, was they uh, were flying to or from uh, Rock Springs, Wyoming, which oh, was yeah. the town I used to live in. Yeah, I used to live there, so like that kind of like, oh, Rock Springs. That's not the the place that you would expect to ever hear about on television. You used to live in Rock Springs? Yeah, for about two years. Why? Uh, my stepdad used to get uh, like transferred all over the place. Oh. So we lived in Kentucky for a couple years, and then it was Rock Springs, and then Indiana. I mean, I'm not uh, there no, Illinois. frequently, but I'm there enough. I, I, know, I know Rock Springs. It's just, I'm, I've never... You don't strike me as a guy who would even know that Rock Springs existed. (laughs) (laughs) That's only because I lived there. That's the only reason I knew it existed. Uh, Yeah, I I keep I keep telling my wife. I keep joking that I want to move back there. My brother. It's it's quiet. My brother lives in Las Cruces, New Mexico. (laughs) Oh man. But yeah, I think. I think that's probably about it for the podcast today. <laughs> we well, we, we definitely went a, we definitely went a little off base. Uh, hey, well, we were talking about Return of Swamp Thing. I mean, it's not much. <laughs> hey, I think there's not much. Amazingly, there's not much to work with there. Yeah, the only other thing to mention about uh, Swamp Thing is the fact that. Uh, it had a failed show on the the DC streaming thing, which, to to be fair, everything on there failed. Um, yeah. Just because the whole DC streaming thing was uh, an awful idea from conception, and then when yeah. HBO bought it or they merged with HBO, it just kind of like uh, killed everything. Just like they're doing now with the the whole Discovery merger. Killing like, everything oh, else. I mean, see the Batgirl. I mean, this is months old news, but they, uh, they, 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 like some executive at Warner Brothers saw the Batgirl movie with Michael Keaton, and said, "Nobody can ever see this." It was like a ninety million dollar movie, and they just like canceled it. Yeah, they, they made. Like, they actually made the whole thing, and then they're just like, "Eh, never mind." Apparently, it was that bad. Hmm. Gross. <laughs> I just I I like if you already paid everything for it, you know it's already paid for. It's already completed. Just put it well, up and let okay. people make fun of it. At this point, here's the thing, and I I I I don't think I'm talking out of turn when I say this, but I uh, it was an issue where. Um, the main sticking point, one of the main sticking points I heard was that they kill Michael Keaton in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And he, like, hands off the the bat mantle to Batgirl. And they were just like, no. <laughs> you cannot do that. Yeah, that's not good. That's upsetting. <laughs> that's not good. Isn't that's it? not good at all. Yeah. Uh... Isn't I did that not upsetting. Isn't that just like no, you can't do that. Yeah, that's not that's not great. Like at all. Why would you why would you do that? Like literally, why would you do that? I I don't know. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> that's completely awful. And on that note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're 
we're gonna we're gonna uh sign off we're gonna say adieu for now um but if you like the podcast uh if you like what you heard and you uh you know want to support us or can support us uh, there's a few different ways you can do that the first and foremost way to do that would be to drop a follow right here on twitch uh, if you're watching this live uh if not come to twitch find the link on our on our social on our uh the podcast uh, Twitter account at TB Riffcast. Uh, drop a follow. Make sure to turn your notifications on so you know when we go live, so you don't miss a show. Uh, or you can, um, you know, drop some bits or a subscription or anything like that on Twitch. You can go to Patreon.com/slash True Blue Riffcast, and you can uh, throw a couple dollars our way over there if you feel like it, or if you can. If not, don't worry about it because we don't really care one way or the other. We're just doing this because we enjoy it and um you know we just do it basically in our on our free time if we have free time uh getting far and few between right now but uh after the christmas season things will go back to normal and and we should have a, a more normal schedule once again uh you can follow the podcast like i said on twitter at tbriffcast and uh you can follow me over there as well uh for as long as twitter's actually a thing uh, at PB and awesome. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. Uh, and uh, you can follow me, Dave Chadwick, at D Chadwick Author over there on Twitter. I'm going to try to be a little bit more active there. Uh, check out all my audiobooks on Audible, including Son of Santa, narrated by the lovely Colette Thomas. Um, and, uh, and the rest of them. Just go to audible.com and search Dave Chadwick, and they'll all pop up. And get all my books on Amazon. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right, uh, and I think we're going to, well, let's see. Who's who's on right now? Let's see if there's anybody on that we can uh, go visit. Um, I have to find my adapter. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It got disconnected from the computer. I don't know where it is. Um, we wanted to play the game today. We will play it next time. Um, yeah. For sure. Because we, I really want to play that uh, the Christmas update. I really like how they did it. Um, they made it so games. it's well. You can either play uh, games with the the Christmas stuff added. You can have none of the Christmas stuff, or you can have only the Christmas stuff. Oh. Like it's all options in the menu. They did a really they did a really good job with that. Uh, Take but that, just, all you humbugs. <laughs> we're gonna drop a raid over on Rift Tracks. Uh, but yeah, until next time, guys, this has been the True Blue Riftcast, and stay safe out there. See you later. Rock day night.